Hi, I'm Gilbert. I'm one of the pastors at Victory, and I'm the president of Every Nation Philippines. We're committed to plant churches, reach campuses, and bring the gospel to the nations. I hope this message inspires you to honor God and make disciples. We're still in our series, Awesome God. Kumusta naman po kayo? How was the fasting last week? Okay ba? O, na- naramdaman, napansin nyo ba na mas magaan talaga, no? Mas magaan ang katawan, iba, iba no? Iba? Well, you know, part of the usual setup when it comes to our fasting season is that it's really an opportunity for us to consecrate our lives once again to God, to, once, to rededicate yourself, to divest yourself of your other appetites. Usually, yung mga appetites natin, especially mga bordering into addiction na mga appetites. And so that we can grow in our appetite for God. And when we do so, napapansin nyo, nag increase talaga yung mismong the way you're able to hear from God, the way you're able to step in, uh, to step in sync with Him. And that's our desire for all of us to continue to grow in our, in our relationship with God, to grow spiritually, and to grow in an understanding of who God is. Thus, our series on the awesome God. Excited po tayo rito sa awesome God na to na series. Kasi nga, every time we have a, we, we talk about who God is, the attributes of who God is, uh, of God, the, you know, His nature, His character, it's always a good thing because once He becomes clearer to us at habang mas lumalaki ang pananaw natin o perspective natin sa kung sino siya, mas nagiging maayos ang buhay natin. I don't know if you'll agree with that, no? But we all need to grow in an understanding of how awesome and how big our God is. Kasi pag si Lord na exalt biglang nakikita mo siya clearly, then you also see your situations clearly in light of who He is. At napapansin mo, Lord, napaka-puny pala ng mga challenges ko kumpara sa kung sino kayo. If I know that you are the God who is self-existent, we talk about that during the first week, He is Yahweh, I am. Sabi niya, I, because of His self-existence, then because of that we are upheld. We also exist by His grace and by His strength and by His power. Last week, we had that story, we went through that story of Gideon and uh, we learned that God, He is Jehovah Shalom. He's our peace. And that shalom is not just the peace that you experience from God internally, whether in your heart or in your mind that talks about God's wholeness coming on you that talks about God, God's abundant prosperity coming on you at yung kwento po nung last week ay kung papaano si Lord ginawa niyang whole once again yung Israel by delivering them from the Midianites and uh, we will continue our journey of knowing God even more and I'm pretty excited because hopefully especially yung babasahin po natin ang passage ngayon we're gonna go now to Genesis in chapter 16 we're going to read from verses 7 to 16. So if you have a Bible, go ahead and uh, um, take it out and read along with us. In verse 7, it says, and then we'll pray. The angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, the spring on the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from my mistress, Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, Return to your mistress and submit to her. The angel of the Lord also said to her, I will surely multiply your offspring so that they cannot be numbered in multitude for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are pregnant and shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael. Because the Lord has listened to your affliction, he shall be a wild donkey of a man. His hand against everyone and everyone's hand against him. And he shall dwell over against all his kinsmen. Verse 13. So she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. 
You are a God of seeing. For she said, truly here I have seen him who looks after me. Therefore, the well was called Bir Lahai Lahar Roy. Lahai Roy. It lies between Kadesh and Bered. And Hagar bore Abram a son. And Abram called the name of his son whom Hagar bore Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abram. Lord, sa pag-uusap po namin ngayon tungkol po sa kwento ni Hagar, I'm praying this, Lord. We're asking you now, Holy Spirit, Lord, even as we watch online, Holy Spirit, would you work afresh in our hearts and remove blinders so that we might see you for who you are. You are El Roy, the God who sees. And we pray that we too would be able to experience you in that way in our own lives and families. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay. Ang pag-uusapan po natin ngayon ay si El Roy. Yan po yung sunod na pangalan ni Lord. And that means the God who sees. Now, I want to start off by quoting from Bishop Manny, one of our bishops. Uh, we had a staff meeting, a staff convergence with all of, all of our Every Nation Philippines and Victory staff dito po sa Metro Manila. I think that was last Wednesday. And, you know, he gave the word. And one of the things that he mentioned, I'd like to relay this back to us, is this. Sabi niya, alam ko, mara, sa maraming mga lugar, sinasabi ng mga tao, these are times of uncertainty. But then he said this, these instead are times of certainty. You know why? Because even when the world is uncertain about what to believe, of what, what to hope for, kung ano pa nga ba ang mangyayari sa buhay natin, aabot ba tayo, kumbaga, ito bang 2021 na to na pinagdaanan, uh, yung 2020 na pinagdaanan natin, mag-iiba na ba ang sitwasyon talaga? Itong 2021, and while everyone else is trying to find their footing, you, because you are a believer of God, because you are someone who relies on God, then you are in a place of certainty because God is more than certain at this time in terms of His purpose all throughout the world. Pag naintindihan natin na si Lord unchangeable, si Lord reliable, si Lord steadfast yung kanyang love, si Lord yung, yung plano niya para sa buhay mo, hindi magbabago at hindi papalya, kahit ano pa man ang mangyari na sitwasyon mo externally, then these are indeed times of certainty for you. And that should be our declaration. Mukhang kailangan na nating mag-shift from the idea na, ah, kasi hindi sigurado eh. Eh kasi hindi ko alam kung ano mangyayari. Eh kasi ano nga kaya magiging forecast nitong taon na to. No, rather, no, because God, God remains unchanging and faithful and true and His promises still stand until today, I can lean on Him. And because of that, these are times of certainty indeed. I hope you begin to believe that. Kasi yun mismo ang magigimong conclusion when you begin to recognize and realize that God is a God who sees you. That God is a God who sees you. Now, kapag na, ano, going back to the passage, no, in verse 7, it says there, The angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, the spring on the way to Shur. Now, konti pong background. Uh, kung naalala niyo yung kwento na to uh, ni ano ni Hagar, ito yung unang beses na naglayas si Hagar. Now, si Hagar pa isang Egyptian slave. Malamang nakuha siya ni na Abraham nung panahon na pumunta sila sa Egypt at finally di ba yung Pharaoh binigyan sila ng maraming maraming uh, uh, ari-arian tapos dahil doon biglang umalis na sila. Bumalik na sila ulit sa Canaan. Na pagbalik nila sa Canaan, uh, they were living out the promise of God. They were living in the promised land. And they were trusting in the promise of God for Abraham and Sarai to have a child. 
Now, for those of you who are wondering bakit sila Abram at Sarai, hindi pa po nagbabago yung pangalan nila sa pagkakataong to. Okay? Hindi pa ni Lord binabago yung pangalan nila into Abraham and to Sarah. Tapos, isampung taon na sila nagaantay na magka-baby. Ikaw nga naman, di ba? Kung nandun ka sa kalagayan nila, ano nga kaya ang mararamdaman mo? And dumating sa punto na na-feel ni Sarah na kailangan na nilang tulungan si Lord. Kailangan na nilang tulungan si Lord. May mga ganun tayong pakiramdam minsan, di ba? Yung meron si Lord promise, pero dahil ang tagal dumating, now, hindi ko sila masisisi, sampung taon. Tayo nga, isang buwan pa lang na hindi dumarating, biglang atat ka na ng gusto, di ba? Parang, Lord, ano ba naman yan? Bakit ang tagal? Ito, sampung taon na nagaantay. In reality, they were walking faithfully. Pero ay, pero to a certain degree, biglang nagkaroon na ng sitwasyon at na-feel na ni, ni Sarah, uh, alam nyo ba, culturally, pwedeng gawin yon yung ginawa nila kay Hagar. Ginagawa talaga yon Na da, kapag hindi kaya makapagbuntis nung mistress o yung, yung wife nung master, biglang dahil doon, they can get the servants. Tapos yung servant na yon, pag nanganak, anak yun ng mistress, hindi anak ng servant. Kasi anak yun ng master of the house. So culturally, it was acceptable and that was what uh, Sarai banked on. So sinabi niya ngayon kay Abraham, kay Abraham, ah, Abraham, hindi ako magkaanak eh. Gusto mo yung servant ko, si Hagar. Tapos ang gagawin natin, yung magiging anak niya, yun na yung anak ko. So, Parang sabi naman ngayon ni Abraham, ah, magandang idea yan. Okay. Parang pag-inisip mo, sino nga ba naman ang hihindi, di ba? Sa ganong klaseng pagkakataon. Pero pag-inisip mo ulit, naku, sasab- sumabit po doon si Abraham. Kasi pagkakataon yun eh, for him to actually be able to stand on the promise of God and go back to the same promise and say, Nasaray, no, the promise was given to us. To us. At dahil binigay sa atin ni Lord yung pangako, Antahin pa lang natin ng konti. Now, ano bang pinagdadaanan natin? Let's continue to believe God together. Pero the fact na hindi rin, na hindi rin nag-stand na ganun si Abraham, kaya nagkaloko-loko yung sitwasyon, itong pangyayari na to. Pansinin po ninyo, this particular situation, kumbaga, it resulted in so many issues. Kasi pagkatapos nun, nung finally nagbuntis na nga si Hagar, dahil siya na ngayon yung buntis, ganun ang nangyari niya, na-feel niya na parang, uy, Para mas mataas na yung worth ko ngayon kaysa rong kay Sarai kasi mabibigyan ko ng anak itong si master ko na si Abraham. Tapos dahil doon, sabi nga, ibabalik kayo si Sarai kay, kay Abraham. Sabi niya, itong servant mo na to, naku ah, parang pag tumitingin sa akin, very condescending na, pinagtataasan na ako ng kilay. So sabi nga na Abraham, sige, bahala ka na kung ano yung gusto mong gawin sa kanya. Ulit, hindi ulit nag-step into the situation to lead si Abraham. Well, to a certain degree, prioritize niya si Sarai. So finally, si Sarai, pin- ang trinit niya ngayon, harshly, at dahil doon, si Hagar umalis. Ang pangalan po ni Hagar ay ibig sabihin flight. Literally, okay. Lumipad siya palayo. Ibig sabihin, lumayo talaga siya. At doon na natin makikita yung kwento. So pagdating doon, you find this in verse 7, the angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water. That's the first time the phrase angel of the Lord is mentioned. And uh, that usually, kapag po binabanggit yun, kasi ano yan, very significant yan, na parang bodily na nagpakita dito kay Hagar, yung angel of the Lord. At usually po, uh, that's seen, of, seen by scholars to be like a Christophany. Yan po yung pre-incarnate Jesus. Ibig sabihin, hindi pa pinapanak si Jesus sa Old Testament. Ito yung appearance niya. When God appears to certain people in the Old Testament, in a bodily form, that would be Jesus in a pre-incarnate form, ang tawag the angel of the Lord. So significant to, at makikita natin later kung bakit, kung bakit na, na, ang, ang conclusion mismo ni Hagar, Grabe, kinausap talaga ako ni God. At nakita ko mismo, na-experience ko mismo si God. In verse 8, And he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? Now, the next verses, we're gonna see how Hagar experienced
experienced God personally. Now, this is important because bawat isa po sa atin, meron tayong kanya-kanya nating walk with God. At at certain points in our lives, you experience God in a major way. At yung dami ng experiences na yon natin ki Lord, na yung malapit talaga, na parang nakita mo talaga siya, na napakalapit na, na, na experience mo siya ng personally, yun mismo yung mga moments that our lives are changed. And there are people in the Bible na doon ang galing yung mga pangalan Lord. Halimbawa, nung panahon na na-experience ni Abraham, si Abraham na pala siya, nung in-offer niya si Isaac, tapos biglang i-offer niya na si Isaac, tapos biglang nag-provide si Lord ng ram. E prior to that pa, alam niya na parang apparently yung relationship nila ni Lord, sinabi niya na on the mountain of the Lord, it, uh, it will be provided. Jehovah Jireh. So nakita niya na agad, meron na siyang ganung klaseng encounter experience kay Lord. At true enough, nung provide ni Lord yung ram na yon, na solidify yung karanasan niya na yon. Ano yung ganun mo kay Lord? What is that experience that you have with God? Tapos ang goal natin is to be able to Kumbaga, madagdagan na madagdagan na madagdagan yung mga ganun natin. Kasi habang lumalalim yung mga ganun mong karanasan kay Lord, mas lalo rong lumalalim yung faith mo sa Kanya. Bakit? Kasi mas, ang faith po natin, kahit na maliit lamang yan, mustard seed, ang issue kasi sa faith is not so much your ability to believe, but on the object of your faith. Kapag ang object of your faith ay nagiging malinaw sa'yo, si Lord faithful, si Lord true, si Lord promise-keeping, Habang lumalaki ang object of your faith, mas lumalaki rin yung measure of your faith. Kasi in the first place, kaya kong paniwalaan yan. Bakit? Very trustworthy si Lord. Very dependable si God. Very reliable si Lord. He has always come through for me every single time. We, need, we all need those landmarks in our lives that we get to experience God. So here was now Hagar about to experience God in this way. Una, kinausap siya. Hagar, servant of Sarai, verse 8. Where have you come from and where are you going? So magot naman siya, I am fleeing from my mistress, Sarai. Next, verse 9. The angel of the Lord said to her, binigyan sa Lord ng instruction, return to your mistress and submit to her. So binigyan siya ng instruction ngayon, she's now given a choice, anong gagawin ko? Susunod ba ko rin sa sinabi na yon nitong angel of the Lord? O anong gagawin ko? Tapos after na binigyan siya ni Lord ng instruction, verse 10. The angel of the Lord said to her, also said to her, I will surely multiply your offspring so that they cannot be numbered for multitude. Nakita mo yung sunod-sunod na mga binanggit ni Lord sa kanya. Una, tinanong siya. Pangalawa, binigyan siya ng instruction. Pangatlo, binigyan siya ng pangako. That was Hagar's experience with God in that moment. Now, kailangan natin itong i-imagine ng konti. Matindi yun. Maranasan mo palang si Lord, nakausapin ka, kahit tanong lang. You know, you know many times in my life, um, in, in times of fasting, in times of seeking Him, usually every month I take some time of solitude to really just seek God also and hear from Him again. Yung mga times of fasting natin na yun, every year, opportunity siya para, para lang mag-realign ka lang ulit kay God. Yung fasting natin in the middle of the year, again, that's an opportunity to once again uh, realign yourself to God and hear from Him afresh. Yung mga moments natin that we approach Him in the morning and have our own devotional time and we pray, we listen to God. Those are moments that we can experience God's presence. And every time that God speaks to you, that's a powerful thing. Even a rebuke from God is sweet. Ganun katindi kapag kinausap ka ni Lord. Ito pong, um, that just past week, I felt God speak to me about the idea na John, walk in assurance. Now, that's a very personal thing to me because there are certain things in my life that I struggle with na, that I would continue and consistently believe God 
especially in the way I... Ba- yung, alam niyo yung minsan yung the way you battle with your thoughts, what you believe and what you believe about yourself, what you believe about the promise of God, what you believe about God's plan. Tapos, my own role in ministry, yung, yung, cert- yung uncertainties doon sa ginagawa mo sa ministry, may mga bagay, may mga pamilya na hindi maayos, may mga local churches na merong certain needs. So, all of those uncertainties come at me, you know, uh, in a very fast-paced way. And God's word to me last week during the time of fasting was simply, John, walk in assurance. That's important. I needed that. And that to me, that's something that I, I could hold on to now for the rest of the year. At ang sabi ko nga kay Lord noon, Kakugad, gusto ko pong maintindihan yan. Kasi feeling ko ang daming nuances yan. Papano ba yan gawin? Papano ko po ba yan magagawa consistently? Hear from God. When Hagar heard from the Lord, first a question, which was very pointed. Sinasabi, kasi ang dating noon, Saan nga ba ako nanggaling? Ay, oo nga pala mula kay Saray. Bigla ngayon siyang na-face na with the idea na, oo nga, ba't nga ba ako tumakas? Eh kasi tinitreat ako harshly. So bakit nga ako tumakas? Eh kasi ayoko nang matreat harshly. So bakit nga ako tumakas? So papaisip siya mismo. para siyang hard question yun eh. Where have you come from? Tapos yung sunod na tanong, where are you going? Oo nga naman, saan ako papunta? Now, makikita natin towards the end, pinanggit yung mismong lugar, di ba, kung saan yung well? Ibig sabihin, she was going back to Egypt. That was the road back to Egypt. Kung saan siya galing? Di ba Egyptian siya? So, biglang mapapaisip na yun si, si, ano, si Hagar. Saan nga ba ako papunta? May babalikan pa ba ako doon? Makakarating ba ako doon to begin with? Can I cross the desert safely? And so on and so forth. Parang hinarap ba siya ni Lord doon sa realities? God would give you those heart-rending questions. Those questions that cut to the heart na walang paligoy-ligoy. At ang tanong niya, saan ka nga ba galing? At saan ka papunta? And then Hagar would experience the hopelessness of her situation. And then God would give her instruction, balik ka na lang. Balik ka na lang. Some of you, during the season of fasting, God gave you instructions. Anong reaction? Meron ka bang palag sa puso? Yung alam mo oh Lord naman, narinig ko na yun dati, tapos inuulit yun na naman. Lord, ang hirap naman kasi God. That's a huge step of faith on my end for me to even do that. And that was the situation of Hagar also. Babalik sa doon? Eh, nahirapan nga siya ng gusto eh. Tapos babalikan niya pa yon. Tapos biglang inassure naman siya nila. Huwag ka mag-alala, Higar. Ang bahala sa'yo. Kasi I have prepared a plan. I have yung offspring mo, yung magiging anak mo. Buntis ka ngayon eh, yung anak mo na yan. Nako, I have a plan for that child. In fact, I will make your child a multitude. And that is a very positive thing. Pag sinabihan ka ng ganun na yung anak mo, kasi di ba nung panahon nila, wala, ano siya eh, reality sa kanila na may namamatayan ka ng anak at pwedeng yung mga anak mo ay hindi mabuhay na tumanda. Sa panahon kasi natin, mataas na ang life expectancy dahil sa medical and technological advancements. Nung panahon nila, it was normal. Napatnala niyo yung sa mga nanay at tatay niyo o mga lolo at lola niyo yung mga kwento. Meron silang sampung anak, lima lang ang nabuhay, ganyan. So, itong panahon na to, for you to be promised that your children and the descendants after you would be a multitude, that's a huge thing. So, at that moment, I could only imagine that in that moment, Hagar experienced so much assurance from God, just hearing na, Lord, you understand what I'm going through. You ask me where I'm coming from and where I'm going. Lord, you're telling me what to do. And now, God, you're assuring me that if I would do that, this is what you would do for me? That's an experience with God. Side note. Ang buhay po is about experiencing God. It's not about experiencing blessing convenience, and comfort. Because even if God would allow you to go through, di ba? even if you would walk in the valley or through the valley of the shadow of death, remember, the shepherd led you through the valley of the shadow of death. Kasi siya yung nagdadala sa'yo. Eh. Yung verse, the verse prior to that says, He leads me in paths of righteousness. Then the next verse says, 
the valley of the shadow of death. So it's the shepherd who brought you there for a reason and for a purpose. Our goal in life is not to not move, go through the valley of the shadow of death. Our goal in life is that you would experience the shepherd in every season of your life. It is to experience God. Kumusta ba yung desire mo to be able to experience God? I hope that that would continue to grow. In fact, isa po yun sa mga pinakang gusto natin na mag-grow during the season of prayer and fasting. Kasi pagkakataon mo yun to grow your appetite for the Lord. Lord, pwede pala kung masarap pala Lord yung idea ng depending on you. Lord, masarap pala yung idea ng reading the Bible on a regular basis. Lord, masarap pala yung presence nyo sa prayer at saka sa worship. Lord, masarap pala yung nag-grow yung faith at dinidepend ko sa inyo yung mga initiatives ko sa buhay sa halip na sarili ko lang discarded. Tapos habang na-experience mo si God in that way, mas lalo pang nag-grow yung desire mo to continue to pursue God. Hagar experienced God in that moment. God asked him a question, a very pointed question, instructed her, not him pala, no? instructed her, and then finally, gave her a promise. Matindi yung binigay na yun sa kanya ni Lord. In fact, from the last thing that God told her, this is what we learned about who God is. First thing, God hears you. God hears you. Ang sabi niya mismo tungkol doon kay Ishmael, you shall bear a son. Verse 11, the angel of the Lord said to her, Be, Behold, you are pregnant and shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael. Because the Lord has listened to your affliction. The word Ishmael means God hears or God listens. So yung unang-unang experience ni Hagar, Grabe Lord, you're right, you heard me. And in fact, you're giving me a son na papangalanan ko na Ishmael para araw-araw ng buhay ko ma-remind ako that you hear me. Naririnig nyo ako. Naririnig nyo yung affliction ko. Naririnig nyo yung mga iyak ko. Naririnig nyo yung mga sigaw ko. God, alam po ninyo ang nangyayari sa buhay ko. Dahil doon, because God gave, God gave her that. You're gonna name your son Ishmael. Sabi niya ngayon, verse 13. So she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are a God of seeing. Hagar's conclusion from the promise that God gave to her and the experience that she had when it comes to hearing from God, hearing God's instruction and hearing God's promise is that you are a God of seeing. Second thing we learn about who God is from this passage, He's not only a God who hears, He's also a God who sees you. Meron pong kwento ng isang bata, isang pamilya na dumalaw yung lola. Yung lola medyo mayaman. Tapos over dinner time, parang they gather together for prayer. So bawat isa sa mga anak nagpray. Tapos itong bata na to, nagpipray siya ng maraming bagay. So finally, nung turn niya na na magpray, sabi niya, tapos sabi niya, Lord! Tapos medyo mataas yung boses niya. Lord, pahingi po ako ng PS5 at saka po iPhone 12 at saka po iPad Pro at saka po marami pa pong iba pang bagay. Tapos sabi nung, nung nanay at tatay niya, anak, ba- bakit ang lakas naman ng prayer mo? Anak, kahit normal lang na salita, maririnig ka ni Lord. Sabi niya, Ma, para po marinig din ni Lola. <laughs> the idea is, okay, sometimes you need to, parang feeling natin minsan, si Lord, parang, Hindi masyado nakakarinig. Okay. Kailangan ko yatang lakasan ng boses ko. No, 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 no. God hears you. And not only that, God sees you. Nung pong last year, nung, tuma- yung, nung pumutok yung bulkang taal, syempre, di ba, lahat tayo umigkas to be able to help yung mga kababayan natin sa, sa mga neighboring provinces, Cavite, Laguna, Batangas. And we have churches in each one of these places. And part of, uh, part of the area that we got to visit was Batangas City. Tapos, Kakaiba po talaga yung pag nakita mo mismo yung itsura ng 
nung ano nung, nung mga tao at saka yung yung mga evacuation centers parang maiisip mo Lord grabe naman to God mga pamilya to tas importante yun na, na makita mo mismo kasi pag na witness mo parang pakiramdam mo when you know that God is a God who hears you know he notices you but more than that when you know that God is a God who sees you know he has witnessed you now we witness. Pag sanabi kasing witness, nandun ka mismo. You're our eyewitness, nakikita mo. So pag nakita mo yung mga evacuation centers, talagang madudurog talaga yung puso mo dun sa kalagayan ng mga tao. Yung last year, ito lang, yung Typhoon Ulysses. Tapos biglang maraming lugar na bumaha, di ba? Tapos we got to visit some places in Montalban. At makita mo talaga itsura ng mga bahay, yung lahat ng mga nasalanta, lahat ng mga nasira, at itsura ng mga tao. Habang naglalakad, nadaladala kung ano man ang kain nilang maisalba sa bahay nila na punong-puno ng putik and all that. Tapos ma-realize mo, Lord, nakakapanlumo naman tong itsura na to. When you witness situations like that, it moves you. It moves you. That is what God experiences with us as we go through our situations. Because God sees us, it moves Him. He is moved by our situations. He is moved by your tears. He is moved by your outcry. He is moved by your longing. He is moved by your suffering. He sees you. And if you would begin to believe that, you'd begin to draw great assurance. Lord, nakikita nyo talaga ako ko. Nakikita ka ni God. So Lord, yung lahat ng mga, oo. So pati yung mga hidden ko, na, mga hindi ko kayang sabihin, oo. Narinig yung lahat ni Lord. So, lahat pati yung lahat ng injustice na ginawa sa akin na hindi ko na sinasabi, oh. pati lahat ng past mo, ng mga pinagdaanan mo and the way that people abused you and all that, oh. nakita yung lahat ni Lord. He's a witness to all of that and He has decided to draw near. In the same way that the angel of the Lord visited Hagar because the Lord saw Hagar's situation. The angel of the Lord visited Hagar, revealed Himself to Hagar by asking him pointed questions, giving him certain instructions, and then giving, I'm sorry, him, her, giving her those prom, uh, that, that promise so that she would now begin to trust in the Lord as well. Our prayer is that all of us would be able to experience God in that way. Pero hindi pa tapos. Hindi pa tapos. Na. Isa pa pong paliwanag ng the idea that God sees you. You see the same, God hears you and sees you. You see that in Exodus chapter 3. In verse 7, it says there, Then the Lord said, I've surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and, and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their sufferings. So, ginisi mo, wow, Lord. Oo nga, no? Nakita nyo at saka narinig nyo. Verse 8, And I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. When you know that God has heard and that God has seen, then you know God will act. That's our assurance because God has heard and God has seen, then God will act. Finally, conclusion ni Hagar, verse 13. So she called the name of the Lord, diba? Who spoke to her, you are a God of seeing. For she said, truly, here I have seen him who looks after me. God is not only a God who hears, who sees you, but he's someone who looks after you. Ganun yung perception o understanding ni Hagar nang maintindihan niya na nakikita siya ni Lord. Na kinausap siya ni Lord in that situation. God looks after you. When you say God looks after you, ibig sabihin binabantayan ka talaga niya. Sitwasyon mo, kung paano yung mga mangyayari. Yung pong bunso kong anak, uh, kasama sa Filipino lesson niya this week, may tanong, sabi ron, uh, kapag umalis yung mga magulang mo, babantayan mo ba yung mga kapatid mo? Tapos nagre-reklamo siya habang sinasabi niya sa amin yung sagot. Sabi niya lang, of course, wala naman akong choice. 
Sabi niya, di ba? Parang, eh, in reality, bunso siya eh. Pero, di ba? Parang, wala naman daw siyang choice. Si Lord, my choice. Si Lord, my choice kung babantay ang kanya o hindi. But He chooses to look after you, your situation, your family. He is looking at your life and is is keen to carry out His plans and purposes for you. He wants to be able to reveal Himself to you more and more because He hears, He sees you, He is a God who hears you, He is a God who sees you, and He is a God who looks after you. Allow me to conclude with this, no? um, just by way of application. Every time po that we talk about the nature of God and who God is, sa lahat ng mga sitwasyon natin, uh, ang isa na sa pinakauna kaagad na application na gusto nating mangyari, okay, makita sa bawat isa sa atin, would be these three things. Worship, holiness, and mission. What does that mean? Well, pag mas nakilala mo si Lord na ganito pala siya, hopefully, mas i-worship mo siya. So pag alam mo na si Lord, kilala niya yung pangalan mo, she, He knows you by name, He knows your situations, and He sees you, hopefully talaga mag-worship ka lalo na, Lord, salamat doon, God, ha? mas lalo ako napapa-worship, and you would now surrender your life to God in worship, and in holiness. You'll allow, Lord, because you are unchanging, because you are righteous, God, I will need to walk in a righteous way also. And then hopefully mission. You would align your life now to this God. Now, Lord, if this is, if this is what you're telling me, if this is your instruction for me, then let, Lord, let me, be, let me begin to align the rest of my life towards that simple instruction. Worship, holiness, and mission. So, pag-isipan natin yan. In fact, throughout the whole series, meron pa tayong dalawa pang weeks na natitira, pag-isipan natin na, Lord, draw me further in worship. Lord, help me, this understand, yung understanding ko ng particular character or nature nyo na to, lalo pang mag-grow yung the way I walk in holiness before you and the way I walk towards your mission. Pero for this specific week, for this specific time, let me challenge you that because now you know that God sees you, let me challenge you that would you see God too? And remember. See God too and remember. What do we mean? What do we mean? You see, God is revealing Himself to everyone. But not everyone notices. And not everyone takes a pause and stops and surrenders and yields to actually be able to experience more of God. Alam mo sabi ni Hagar? For truly here, I have seen Him. Ay grabe yun. Eh, pag inisip mo si Hagar to, sino ba siya? Insignificant. Egyptian pa. She's outside of the covenant. Wala siya sa usapan. Wala siya sa parang chosen na people ni Lord. Hindi, hindi siya kailangan pagbuhusan ni Lord ng atensyon. Pero si Lord, binuhusan siya ng ganung atensyon. At ang reaksyon niya talaga, Lord, truly I have seen you. Grabe, nakita ko kayo, na-experience ko kayo. Tapos pag ganun nga naman talaga, parang may excite ka naman ng konti, di ba? Parang, Lord naman, ang tindi nito, I have seen you. Have you seen God? I'm not talking about that with the naked eyes because, you know, no one actually sees God and lives to tell about it. But have you experienced seeing God in a new light? Let's go ahead and begin to desire that from God. Medyo i-desire mo yan. And, 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 remember. What do we mean by that? Yung susunod dyan verse, it says there, Therefore the well, kasi meron siya nahanap na spring, na merong well. It was called Bir Lahayroy, which simply means the well of the living one who sees me. So pinangalanan nyo ni Hagar na, na, ano, na Bir Lahayroy para maalala, maalala niya na, oo nga, dito ko na-encounter si Lord. Kailangan maaalala mo. God is a God who hears you, sees you, and looks after you May you see Him 
I remember the very first time na naging real sa akin yung idea na to that God sees me was probably around 1990, I'm thinking 1998, 1999. Uh, binata pa lang po ako noon. I was uh, just starting out in the way I serve in the ministry. Tapos, we were part of the singles ministry one time at nag-floating restaurant kami sa may breakwater sa Ross Boulevard. Alam nyo pa ba yun? May floating restaurant doon. Hindi ko lang kalang meron pa hanggang ngayon. Because, because it was a singles meeting, we were across a table with one of the guys na pareho kong physical therapist. Tapos, may scoliosis siya. So in that moment, Pastor Ado Bernardo, who's a good friend, uh, who was also ministering in that same church at that time, then said, Let's, we'd like to be able to pray for you. So then we began to pray for this guy who had scoliosis. At sinasabi niya kasi may pain na siya eh, na nararamdaman. So medyo malala na, ibig sabihin. So we began praying for him while we were floating in that, on that restaurant sa may Manila Bay. Tapos habang nagpipray kami, sinabi niya mismo, napaganon siya. Tapos nung napaganon siya, sabi niya sa amin, may naramdaman ako mismong init sa likod ko, tapos may gumalaw sa likod ko. Now, because of that, we asked him to, you know, yumuko ng ganyan, kasi makikita mo kapag may umbok, makikita mo yung scoliosis. Nang yumuko na nga sa ganyan, nawala na nga yung umbok, tapos nagulat talaga kami, tapos at that moment, syempre, ma- masisiyahan ka na. So, kasi gumaling right in front of your eyes. Pero ako talaga, napaatras ako ng ganun. Alam mo, na-realize ko, Lord, nandito kayo. At nakikita nyo to. At narinig nyo yung prayer namin. Lord, natatakot ako. Nandito kayo. Yun yung mismong re- yun yung experience ko. Parang pakiramdam ko, Lord, you are a God who hears and sees me. We prayed for this person and you were here. You did your miracle for this person. God! <sighs> Landmark moments. Landmark moments. Tapos papangalanan mo yun. That was the day that I have seen the God who sees me. I'd like to ask everyone to stand up and we'll pray together. You know, Hagar's story did not end there. In verse 16, it, verse 15, it says there, bumalik siya. Yung experience niya kay Lord was positive and she responded to God by obeying Him. And Hagar bore Abram a son. Bumalik siya kay Abram. And Abram called the name of his son whom Hagar bore Ishmael. So apparently, kinento niya yung buong experience niya kay Lord. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abram. You know, Ishmael eventually became the ancestor of the era Arab nations. Now I know, there's many issues in that regard. But God wants the Arab nations of the world to be able to hear the gospel. You see, God was not yet done with what she was doing in the life of Hagar. God asked her to come back to Abraham. Then eventually, tutoma. her descendants became multitudes. Many nations. God is not yet done with your life too, my friend. Will you recognize that God hears you, sees you, and looks after you and yield your life back to Him again and say, God, I want to listen to your question. I want to listen to your instruction. And I want to listen to your promise. And I want to respond. I would like to respond. Let's take the next moments just to hear from God. I know this is a kakaiba pong exercise, no? pero... Would you be willing to just hear from God in this moment and hear what He has to say to you? Even for those of you watching online, let's just take a few moments of silence and just allow God to reveal Himself to us in a fresh way once again today. Just a few moments. Lord, would you speak to us? Thank you.
Lord, thank you. Lord, our desire is to be able to experience you over and over again. Thank you that you hear us, you see us, and that you look after us. Today, we once again yield. We surrender our lives, God. Back to you, God. Make sure God who sees me. And Lord, in this moment, I'm praying, Lord, that you would begin to bring the healing that comes from your presence to each of our situations. You're a God who's near, who's coming near, who's drawing near, even in this moment. Lord, would you now speak to us? We're willing to respond to your questions, to your instructions, to your promise. And Lord, whatever it was that you spoke to us just now, Lord, we believe it. We say yes to it. We respond to you. Our hearts are given over completely to you, God. In Jesus' name. For those of you who are in a dire situation, God hears you. We'd like to be able to stand with you right now and just pray with you also. And in this moment, just begin to bring to God. Bring, begin to bring to God. Lord, ito po, Lord. Ito po yung aking sitwasyon, God. Medyo mahirap po talaga. Begin to bring this to God right now in faith, in prayer. We'd like to stand with you, Lord. We stand with every single one of our brothers and sisters here on site and those who are watching online. Lord, that you would step into their situation now and intervene in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, you're able to move, Lord, whether far or near. Father, you're able to reach them. You're able to reach and touch their situations. You're able to move in a miraculous way, God, in every single one of our lives. So now, Holy Spirit, we invite you, God, to move afresh, Lord, on each of our situations in the name of Jesus. We believe, Lord, we call forth the breakthrough, Lord, breakthrough from heaven, Lord, into our lives, Lord, in this moment and release your blessing, release forgiveness, release healing, release your miracle, Lord, release your breakthrough on us. Lord, we stand with each other. We put our faith in you once again, Lord, afresh. Thank you, God, for physical healing. Thank you for healing of relationships. Thank you, Lord, for opening up doors and opportunities. Thank you, Lord, for bringing back faith. Thank you, Lord, for removing fear. Thank you, Lord, for breaking bondages in our lives. Lord, thank you now that you would cause your presence to be so real for every single one of us. Lord, we receive, we partake of your presence in this moment. We receive from you and we worship you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, that's where we conclude. God is a God who hears you, sees you, and looks after you. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His face towards you and grant you His peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord bless you, everyone. Thank you for joining us. You can visit victor.org.ph to find a church, join a victory group, and give online. Thank you for partnering with us, discipling the city, the nation, and the world through your generosity. For more messages like this, you can subscribe to this podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.